ready? Because you've had it in your mind? Yeah, I just thought that that would be ready and really good. I'm going to turn all the stuff off. You talk. Say hello. I'm not going to continue talking while you're turning everything off. That's funny. Hello. Welcome. Uh-huh. You're up, Nance. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's just introducing. And hi, everyone. I'm Dee. I'm Nancy. <laughs> Welcome to Really Life Podcast. It's Nancy and I just sit and drink instead of talking. Yeah, it's a hot day out there today. Well, we just spent a bunch of time. We're trying to recuperate from trying to figure out a different computer. And Okay, take a breather. Yeah. I take my glasses off so I can see far away. Those are my close-up glasses. Oh my gosh, edit, 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 edit. At least it's an earlier day. Well, I've been up since 5.30, so... Well, yeah. Day's half over for me. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Why does anybody get up at 5.30? Well, right now it's because I'm helping a kid get to school that he has no right to get to school. So oh. I've agreed this week to go pick him up and take him to school. He has to be there at 7.10 in the morning. So. Well, that's nice of you to do that. I feel bad. I mean, kid's got to get to school. Yeah. Who goes to school at 7.10 in the morning anymore? No, you can't get back up here if you're going to jump off me like that. Okay, she'll go lay down. Come on. He never knows what he wants. Okay, so. So, so, so. Trying to get back in the loop here. What are we talking about again? Life stuff. That's right. What are we doing a podcast? That's right. What we picked today? How we teach people to treat us. Yeah. Is that, is that how it goes? Yeah. Basically. There's yeah. this, there's a thing I have on my... What was that quote? I that wanted to print it. Through what we do and don't do, through what we say and don't say, we teach people how to treat us. Jim Smith Jr. Interesting. And very, very, very interesting. In fact, we so were just talking true. about this. Yeah. I don't know. So somebody gave you something and they wanted it back? Yeah. And I even said, you don't have to do that. Oh, no, no. You're doing this for me. I want to chip in. And then they asked for part of it back. Oh, right. We were just talking about that. Mm -hmm. Right. Hot spot topic. So, anyway. So, how do we teach people how to treat us? By things we do and say and by things we allow to be done to us mm -hmm. or not done. Mm -hmm. By our boundaries. Mm-hmm. By our expressing what we need and don't need, mm -hmm. don't want. I know, I was thinking about this in many ways. Yeah, I think there's a lot of ways we do it. I think, I, because I always keep going back to the boundary thing, and when I wasn't sure what boundaries were and people would set them with me, mm -hmm. in a way, probably more than a lot of things, it taught me to respect them more right and you know because I have a thing about somebody calling me and saying hey what are you doing Saturday and right. not saying why right we know that yeah so I have a hard time with that that right. really bothers me because I feel like I'm being set up blah 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 mm -hmm. so now what I do is I'm not sure what I'm doing Saturday what's up what do you need what are you looking for you know what I right. mean or if they continue to do it, I'll say, if you need something, ask me directly. 
don't do the what are you doing Saturday thing. Right. And I and think, you're teaching them. Right. Instead of me getting frustrated or cautious or not even wanting to answer the phone when they call. Right. I think that helps me make it clear to them that this is where I'm at with this boundary and how to respond to that. And I think that is one way of, like you said, teaching somebody how to treat you because I... Right. That's like a, a communication way. Yeah. Because then there are ways like someone treats you a certain way and it's not nice or inappropriate or was disrespectful and you do nothing and say nothing that's also teaching them absolutely that it's okay to do that by not saying anything right i think by saying them coming up to you and saying hey i'm really sorry i treated you that way and you're going oh it's no big deal or don't worry about it or make you know, minimize right. it without directly saying, hey, that really did hurt my feelings. Right. That. Yes. Because even way. if they know they were wrong, yeah. they know they can get away with it because you're right. allowing it. Right. So that's another. And they continue doing it. Right. Exactly. I mean, I, there are so many ways I can think of, like when people take advantage of people, like asking them to, like with you, you know, mm-hmm. doing stuff, mm-hmm. or even say you and I are in a group of seven people and we're all doing stuff and just you and I are doing it mm-hmm. and we're not saying anything or we're not reminding them to pitch in and help out we're communicating to them that they can just sit there and do nothing and we'll keep doing it right so those are other ways that we're getting a little upset because they're not doing anything but then there's that little bit of a press passive aggressive where we're not also asking right them to do it Right. Or saying, hey, we're not doing all of this. Let's go. It needs to get done. Right. And then if they choose not to do that, mm-hmm. then the next step in showing that that's not the way we're going to be treated is then you don't need to be on the committee. Right. Because we need people that are going to help. Exactly. And then that teaches them you don't just get to sit around and do nothing and expect other people to do it. Right. So, I mean. Or I've also learned that. If I'm the only one or the only one of two that are doing something out of a group of people and I take a step back and not do it, you know, and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to do my job, which is this. I'm not doing anything else. The rest is up to you guys. If it doesn't get done, it's on them. Exactly. So if people have assigned text, it makes it easier to be able to walk away. Right. Right. Because I know that doers are always doing. <laughs> exactly. You know, everyone's going to do their part or not. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know that saying, stay in your lane, not my circus, not my monkeys. What's mine is, is for me to do, and what's right. yours is for you to do. And yep. Kind of got to leave the rest alone, you know, and not take responsibility for it. That's one way of teaching somebody, too, that okay, this is, she's only going to do her job, we got to step it up here, or not, but it's on them. That's right. Like I that. have a hard time doing that because I don't want whatever I'm involved in to exactly. look bad. I'm the but, same way. <laughs> but I've exactly. also learned <laughs> if I continue doing it, it's enabling them not to do exactly. what they need to do. You know, and that's that they the hard, signed up to. That's the hard part when you want to 
be kind and you want to make sure things are getting done. But like you said, there comes a time when you're with certain people, you got to just do your own part and walk away. Yep. Say, you know, if I have time later, if you guys still need help, maybe you can give me a call if I'm not busy, I can do it. But right. basically I'm done, I'm out of here. Right. And then if everyone is all assigned to do the same task and they're not doing it, then you have to be more verbal and say, right. you're either on it and doing it or you're off it. Oh, exactly. And that's hard to do, but... Exactly. People will learn it's okay to do this because she'll allow it. Same with abusers. I right. mean, that's their biggest, biggest thing. Well, she let me do this, so now I know I can keep doing it because I'm not going to get a punishment for it. Right. So why don't I step up my game and now do this? Or I did this and she took me back because I was nicey-nicey, so I'll just be nicey-nicey and go do it again. Right. That's, you know, one of the abuser's favorite things is to learn how much you will tolerate and put up with. Right. I have found in some of my newer relationships when I was trying to find myself I was a little more rough <laughs> in the beginning well you gotta find your find the gray area yeah because I wanted to I tolerated way less than I would normally just to make it let them know the bar is up here right we're actually the bar is really down here right but I wanted Right. To see if they could tolerate this, then they definitely can tolerate this. Right. And, you know, my trust issues, all that stuff. Being leery of people, just being a little harder than I really am. Because I was not going to be where I used to be. Right. So that was how I was teaching people that. Because I remember, gosh, I wish I remember who it was. I was just getting to know someone, and, mm -hmm. and it was some guy, not in a relationship-wise. It was just I was just getting to know him. But he was one of those people, and he was saying and doing stuff, and I was making comments back, kind of knocking him down a peg because he was starting to slowly climb up that ladder of inappropriate comments and stuff like yeah. that. So I kept, you know, and he's like, whoa whoa you know you don't need to be all you and I just said yeah I do because I need you to know yeah and it just told me right away when he started being oh because he's trying to climb the ladder and I wouldn't let him so he was getting mad about it which told me right away I do not need to be in this kind of relationship right I mean just as a person right right but he was trying to creep in I'd only know him a short time right and then if he got mad because my boundaries were up total clue right. on no this is not the person for me but it also let him know and taught him that I'm not going there right. I'm not if I had known this guy a couple months and he all of a sudden was climbing that ladder and doing a little bit of inappropriate I'd be like yeah calm down calm down Right. but two hours in and he's already trying and already getting mad I was like no right. red flag red flag red absolutely flag. <laughs> No, I get that. I think one way that I've learned also how to teach people how to treat me is to model kind of how I want to be treated. Not do one thing and say another. If I want 
somebody to call and ask me a direct question about what I'm doing on Saturday, for example, when I need to call somebody, I ask them a direct question yes. about what they're doing on Saturday yes. Yes. instead of saying, hey, what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I try to do with you if I want to ask you anything, even if it's just a talk. Yeah. I text you, do you have time to talk? Yeah. Do you have time to text? Right. Do you have time to meet or what? Right. So I'm letting you know ahead of time Right. what so it's it is. kind of modeling. Yeah. yeah. And I how do that we because want to be treated. that's how you want to be treated. Yeah. I don't do that to everybody, but I do <laughs> more so now. Yeah. Because I thought, well, if Nance likes it that way, other people might like it that way. Yeah. Like, I don't care because that's not my thing. My yeah. thing is other things, which I can't think of one right now because I'm on a different topic. Well, I think it's kind of like that. I know it's a, I don't know where it comes from, but maybe a Bible or something but you treat people how you want to be treated right so I kind of go on that because I think that and that doesn't always teach people how to treat you but it does model exactly how you want to be treated I'm trying to think of another example well one thing I don't do very well uh -huh. is I can't show someone how to treat me by sometimes my behavior because I want to talk with people, but I'm not good at going up to them and just talking sometimes. Yeah. So I'm actually teaching people that I don't go up and talk to people right. by my behavior. Right. Even though I want to, because right. I'm not very good at it. Right. So I think you're actually. At it than you think you are, but anyway. But I, well, I try. <laughs> but I mean, I'll sit at a meeting by myself. Well, half the time, you look at me, I'm sitting in a meeting by myself, and I'm not talking. I try to sometimes get into conversations, <laughs> but I wait for people to come to me sometimes. So I'm not very good at showing, do they want, does, do you want me to come over and talk to her, or does she want to be by herself? You think way too much about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Because I know, because what people say, why are you sitting here by yourself? I'm like, I don't know, sit down and talk to me. Because, you know, I'm like, I don't know, I'm just, I don't feel like going and talking to anybody. Well, and that sometimes is the case, too, and I get that. And know. sometimes it's just, I'm uncomfortable and I don't want to talk to anybody. Right. But I I, I'm it. not teaching, what I'm teaching people is I like to sit there by myself and not talk to anyone. Right, and you're unapproachable. Right. <laughs> Which is far from the truth. But I'm saying... I know what you're saying. I'm just saying that's that... That's why I have tried to step out right. a little bit. Because I do want to talk to people. Right. And I do want to be approachable. Right. I get that. I'm just chicken shit half the time. Right. I get so. that. Socially awkward sometimes. Yeah. I get that. I do understand that. Like when we were all talking that day. Yeah. And we were just having a grand old time talking oh, yeah. and pitching in. And we were laughing. Yeah. And it was wonderful. But... I had to step into it. Right. I'm that good at bringing it together like that one lady is. Right. Now, I would love to be someone like her, but she's I'm not. She's isn't she? And, yeah. <laughs> she's great. She's... But some people are extroverted that way to where right. they're comfortable doing that. I am more now than I used to be. Oh, yeah. I Before. Yep. I think people thought... I don't know what people thought, actually. I was... I mean... It was like they were handling me with kid gloves. You were just so quiet, and they weren't sure either right. because you were so quiet. 
and I was like this unapproachable. I don't know what. I don't. I don't want to say unapproachable. Yeah, you were unapproachable. They were probably a little more didn't know what to say to me because they didn't know because I was so young and so afraid. And you were so quiet. But a lot of people liked you because when they did talk to you, they liked you. Right. But because you were quiet, especially if they were good people, they were careful. Because yeah. they didn't know, where, yeah. you know, how you were, how sensitive. They, they didn't know. Right. Until you opened your mouth and they found out, oh, she's cool, she's relaxed. Right. And then you got along with them. Yeah. But it's it's that hard part of... Making that bridge. Being able to open your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had such a hard time doing that for such a long time. Yep. I know, like when I hadn't seen you for a while, and then I heard you talking in meetings, and I was like, wow, look <laughs> at her go. Look at that woman go. It was well, very and now nice. It's, now it was it's, very nice. I get some of the opposite kind of stuff where, because I am more secure in myself, I'm much more boundaried. I am, I think, clear in my thought and who I am as a person. It can kind of push people away because they're unfamiliar with that. I've heard words of, you know, being intimidating or, you know, I'm one of those strict AAs or, do you know what I mean? Because I've heard I know that. what you mean, but. Which and is that's so probably... far from the truth. And it's not because of me. No. It's, it's... because of how they're interpreting right. me and how like, they look at me. Like we've talked about before, because some people view confidence as aggressive or right. some people view being okay with yourself as being tough mm-hmm. and that's old school it's old typical yeah yeah you know I any don't... female that stands tall must be one of those females right and right. so not the case that's just how it used to be viewed as right and it has carried on Right. It's not as bad as it used to be, but in the old days, a woman that stood up, you know, and talked right. and everything, just confidently was considered aggressive. Right. Then there was no. Or, yeah, and yeah. there was none of that even apparent. Right. It was just confidence. Being confident, that is it. Right. You know, so. Right. Yeah. Yep, I totally get that. But I think how we present ourselves teaches people how to treat us too, verbal or nonverbal. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because just a look. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that because you're really good with your. If someone says something that is out of line, you'll give them a nice look before you'll speak a word that lets <laughs> them know I'm wrong. <laughs> yep. 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 Nope. Not okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have much control over my facial expression sometimes. <laughs> I, I think it's good because it, it gives them a nice warning. Um, you either need to back up mm-hmm. or get ready for my mouth to go off. I right. mean, it's very, it's, it's cool. It's, it's cool. funny. I think it's funny. Mine is still the pause because sometimes people will say something and I'll just look and be silent and mm-hmm. kind of stare at him for a minute like how am I going to react to you because I need that time Yeah. because I'm still so reactive right I'm not sure I have to think about that a little bit with I like that that you said that you know modeling what I would like treating people like I would want to be treated that part I can do but the stepping a, a little bit further 
and doing more because there are a lot of times with people that I overextend myself because of that and because of wanting to be kind and that's what I like to do but it also teaches people they think that they could take advantage right or that I'll do something and they'll say something that's inappropriate and I ignore it mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that it was okay right you but just... to them they think well she didn't say anything so obviously I could do that again but then when they do do it again they're not no right. now I am gonna say something but lots of times I just ignore people's crap because I don't have time for that kind of I just right don't have the right. headspace for it continue it yeah, yeah no and I get that yeah absolutely you need to say something you know like text messages for instance yes text messages do not include facial expressions to right. a voice we were talking about this before. It's a big deal. It's a, and somebody can send a text, and I can send a text saying, hey, can you do this? And all they send back is no. I can take that in several different ways. Yes. <laughs> no. No. So there's no inflection to it. Right. And I think that that in and of itself can cause a problem without having... I have to look at how I'm taking something somebody says to me. Right. Is it, am I going overboard? Is it proportionate? Is it not? Right. Is it, do I need to get it clarified? Do I just right. let it do go? Right. Do I need to ask a question about this? Or do you know right. what I mean? Because if, if I take something the wrong way, I can make a whole story up about it and take it, right. take it all the way down the line and I've lost sleep and have gotten angry and resentful. Right. When it didn't even have anything to do with that. Right. So I know for me, I have to check myself with that and try and say, okay, is that really... And if I need to ask, I'll ask. Hey, you know, when you said this the other day, is this what you meant? Right. Do you if know I can't I mean? press this or figure it out. Because I know there are times that I have sent texts like someone asking something mm-hmm. and they need to know right away, so I'll do no, but I'm driving. And I don't right. have time to say no... Right. I'm sorry, I'll do it. So I'll end up calling them as soon as mm-hmm. I can, or I'll call and say, I was doing something, but I wanted to answer you really quick. It's because I'm busy, or right. I can't do that right now, or whatever. Right. Because I don't like to do that either. No. That, to or me, when, is rude. Right. Or you when know. you send this lengthy text, tell them about your day, and this really this good thing happened, and they give you a thumbs up. Yeah. I'm like, well, no, wait a minute. <laughs> a thumbs up? Really? That's all I'm getting out of this is a thumbs up? Hey, hey, I'm busy. Can I get back to you later? Do you know what I mean? Right. You can't read into. Right. It. They're driving, but they want to respond, so they just right. gave me a thumbs up. Right. Or does it mean that's great? I don't want to talk to you anymore, and they and it ends the conversation. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, that's why text messages are. You know, I don't particularly. They're good for certain things, but yes. other things they're not. <laughs> yes. Most definitely. When I need to have a conversation with somebody, I'm either going to pick the phone up or I'm going to go talk to them. Yep. You know, so they can see my face and hear my voice. Yes. That kind of thing. Because text messages, you can take the wrong way. Yep. But I think in in that itself, we can teach somebody how to treat us too. Not hearing their voice and just seeing a text message. I can, if I'm taking it the wrong way, I can call and say, hey, from your text... I got the impression right. 
that you were upset or mad or didn't want to do something? Am I on point or, you know, am I guessing right? We need right? to have a discussion. Yeah, right. do I need to know more or is there something else you need to tell me or, you know? Right. And then mm -hmm. I think over time that person is going to learn that, hey, maybe I should just call her. Right. Or wait till I see her and have this conversation. I don't like to send messages like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think that it's, you know, with technology nowadays, we kind of, I don't know. I know I have some people we lose that things. they just love to text. They don't really like talking in the phone. And sometimes it's, like you said, I, I'm not We're hearing losing. what she's actually saying. I'm not hearing the voice. Yeah. I'm not getting the inflection of what's really going on. Right. So, and for me, for someone that needs that, to have a meaningful conversation, I need Absolutely. that. I need the, because I understand better when I can hear your voice or see your face Absolutely. to understand exactly where you're coming from. Absolutely. I, had, I was getting into a text with someone who takes things very literal, and I already know that, <laughs> so I put a bunch of, I made a comment, and then I put a bunch of laughy, laughy faces Right. And she still sent a text back saying something. And then I said, no, 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 I meant that as a joke. And she said, well, you, you may not know this about me, but I take everything literally. And I, <laughs> and I said, I know that. That's why I put a bunch of laughy faces after my comment. She said, right. oh, okay, okay, I get it young. But it was just it, this whole little thing when it would have been so simple if we were talking face-to-face, -face, yeah. you know. So yeah. it was funny. Because it, it would have been so much easier to get. Right. To understand human connection, human right. responses, right. human re inflection, reflection, deflection. Right. <laughs> Inflection. Right. All those words that I've told my kids that you need right. to learn. How to have a conversation for yes. one. How to talk to How somebody. to read the room. Right. How to read the person. It's, you know, not through text. It's through how are they really saying it. How are they looking? How are they acting when they're talking? Right. How are they saying it? You know. Right. It's interesting. Yep. It is interesting. Since you said it to me, have not been able to get it out of my head about um, we teach people how to treat us. Because I basically, I mean, that's one of the things I've been doing for the last couple of years is trying to learn how to be around people mm -hmm. and trying to teach people how I want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was by not putting up with crap mm -hmm. that, you know, I would just tolerate from my own fears of not wanting to do the, what's that word I don't like? I don't know. What's uh, that word you don't like? You know, when you you have to say something to someone. Confrontation? Yeah, I don't like confrontation. Even though it's for my own good mm -hmm. to have the confrontation, mm -hmm. I fear the confrontation more than allowing myself, or I used to, yeah. than allowing myself to feel bad because I took something I shouldn't have taken. Right. When I allowed something to be said to me that I shouldn't have allowed. Mm -hmm. You know, it was easier. It's the old way. It's what mm -hmm. we know, blah, blah, blah. So change is different. So once I started doing it, it got easier. And it also was teaching people. Well, right. She doesn't like to be talked to like that. She doesn't like to have sexual innuendos made to her all the time. 
you know, whatever. I'm teaching them by not accepting it. Right. I had to learn to be confrontational. I had to learn how I was okay with being confrontational. Right. Did I want to say, don't talk to me that way? Did I just want to go, that's not funny? Whatever. How was I going to do it that I was comfortable with it? I just knew that allowing it, I was not comfortable with anymore. Right. So I had to learn how to do it. So that was one way. And the other way was not necessarily through confrontation, but how I carried myself. Like you said, the modeling. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't want to be, to then not be inapproachable. So I didn't want to walk in with my hard face. Or I didn't want to walk in with my eyes on the floor. Right. Or I didn't want to walk in, you know, looking all pissed off because I'm fearful, but I don't want to look that way, so I look angry. Right. I had to go through all the different things. Yeah. And I know for me, learning that was kind of hard because I didn't, and looking back on it now, I can see how I learned. Right. You know, it, and it wasn't just by experience, it was by watching other people that I had respect for. Right. You know, I watched how my father treated his employees for 18 years. Right. So I learned how to do that with my employees by watching him. Yeah. To show respect and, you know, know where the boundaries are, all that kind of stuff. I learned how to treat people that, say, I sponsored by how I was sponsored because I learned so much by watching. Yes. And seeing how, you know, somebody else did that. You know, in business, it was more about treating people how I would want to be treated, but on a different level. It's just kind of interesting. It's kind of like when you watch little kids imitate, mm-hmm. like little girls imitate their moms. Yep. Oh, when yeah. They're either cleaning or changing diapers on their baby dolls yep. and that kind of stuff. It's kind of. For me, it was kind of imitating what they were doing because I saw how they were being treated, which is what I wanted. You know, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I think that that's how we, I mean, I did that once I was able to learn about myself, about what I wanted. Right. How did Nancy do that? Or I see Nancy do this, this, and this. Like one of the things with you was you were great when you were talking you were very good at talking and communicating with people mm-hmm. I stuck I was so afraid I'd stumble over my words or I'd talk too much or I'd look away or I, I just I wanted to learn how to have a normal good conversation with people Right. so watching you and other women and how they did it and what was going to fit with me and how could I do it Right. Um, wanting to you know, have guys treat me a certain way, and I thought, why well, I like how they treat her. Well, she doesn't wear short mini skirts and have her <laughs> boobs hanging out, and she's not touching guys all the time. And so, I learned from her. Mm-hmm. And you can still do all that stuff, still wear the short mini skirts and the boobs hanging out, and still teach people. Sure. I like to dress this way, but this does not mean come be this way. Right. By not touching the guys, by not taking inappropriate conversations. Right. So I got to see how those women learned to do it. Right. And once I knew what I wanted, I could watch and say, okay, and this is how they're doing it. And can I do it that way or do I have to do it the way she does it? Right. So I had to learn and 
that was the only way I learned. Right. I, I had to watch other women. I wasn't taught that, but like your dad taught you in some ways. Right. The one thing I was taught when I was younger was to be committed to something and stick with it and to just keep trying. I mean, those right. were things that I were was taught when I was little. Right. But all that other stuff, I had to learn as an adult. Right, <laughs> right. with it, you know. Right. I didn't know, and that's exactly. I watched other right. women. Yep. I know I learned a lot from doing watching other people in a certain position that I wanted mm -hmm. you know what I mean yep. doing that and I also think that the truer I am to myself you know yep. the truer I am to being who I am and what I want or do you know what I mean yeah that was my the next easier thing. <laughs> is for me to put that out there instead of trying to fit right and do what everybody else does. Yep. I mean, I don't know how to... Once I knew who I was and what I wanted... Yeah. It made all of it so much easier because I know this is what I want, this is who I am, this is how I want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And there ain't no stopping it now. So the more I got to understand myself, the more I watched other women and knew what I wanted, the easier it was, like that guy that time. And I did, I felt the fluster inside and everything when he was trying to be like, oh, excuse me, and take a chill, I'm just, and I'm like, no, you're not just, it's not okay. Right. I was freaking out inside because it was new for me to do, mm -hmm. but I was not about to allow him to beat me down like it used to. Right. Like I, he wanted to do, he wanted me to go, oh yeah, you know, I'm sorry, it's okay. No. It was not okay, and I wasn't going to say it was okay because he was getting a little bit mad. Right. Whereas in the past, right, right, that would have been easy to do to me. Right. Once I felt truer and know what I want, how I want to be treated, that's just like with this last thing that just happened to me. I'm like, yeah. this is not okay. I'm not caving in. That right. was not how I want to be treated. It was very disrespectful. Right. And I'm not abiding by it. Right. And at first, yeah, I was ready to cave. Why? Because I don't want to deal with them. Why? Because whatever, it's this, it's that. No. No. Yeah. It's not okay. It took me it. a couple days, but I got it. I get it. I mean, and I knew it was wrong right away. Right. But it took me a couple days to say, hey, no. Right. This is an inappropriate way to treat me. Right. Well, it's just yeah. kind of like when that, that person made a comment about my boobs right you know uh, it dumbfounded me because I don't get those comments but anyway I know now that if something else is said from that person what I will do I did not expect that yeah and it was inappropriate yep. you know I don't I want to think the best about the person and I don't want to it was still inappropriate it was still no and I know that I do know that but now I know you know I you know me. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't respond to that stuff very well. I was like, what? Yep. But now I know. Yeah. You know, if something else is said or done or whatever, I know what to do. But you still did well in not acknowledging it. Right. That is also a good 
I mean, you didn't you didn't blow it off or say or whatever. No, I you didn't not. acknowledge it at all. No, I and didn't. That's good. Right, I didn't acknowledge it at all because I didn't had know that, what. Yep. That flush of yep. uh, embarrassment, yep. shame, whatever it was. Right. And I knew to yep. not even go there. I wasn't going to feed that. Yes. It did make me extremely uncomfortable. Oh, of course. But. You know, I knew not to feed that, and I went and checked with somebody else and said, "Okay, is my shirt too tight? Yeah, or what?" And that was that, awesome because you made went and me checked feel it that, out. Right. But even if your shirt was tight, still inappropriate. No, comment. I know, but still, inappropriate. I know it was inappropriate. I do know that. No, no matter what. Yes. I do know that. But and you did. You told all of us and we <laughs> talked about it. We joked about it, and we made jokes about the person, yeah. and it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> But in doing that, I know now how to right. respond or not respond. Because it's been a while since someone yeah. has done something like that. Yeah, yep. exactly. Because I was like, wait a minute here. What? Right. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> not quick on my feet with responses. Well, you are for some things. Some things that I know. That's what I was going to say. Some things I can be quick. Yeah. Other things, it'll take me a second. Other things, I can't respond at all, and it'll also depend on the day. Yeah. Like I would have said to him, like I told you, depending on the day, I would have been like, just looking is five bucks, thank you. Right. You know, or just some comment, or excuse you, right, dude, and walked away. The, it would have depended totally on the day, the person, yeah. how bad they said it. Right. Right. And some days it would have been exactly what you did, except I would have gave him a look of like, you're an ass, and just walked away and right. said nothing. Right. But right. allowed him to know without having to say anything. And I don't believe that our responses can always be the same, but they always come to the same thing. It's sure. how you're going to treat me. Right. As long as it's something that's positive for us. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Right. Because if the person says it again, then you're not acknowledging it wasn't enough. Exactly. Then you know. Then I know. Now exactly. I need to say That's... something. Right. Because now he's, he's thinking, oh, because she I didn't say anything at all, now like I can that. say something else. Right. And so, no, I definitely So would. while you're feeling flushed and nervous and scared because you have to say something, right? you'll know what to say or what you would like to say. I don't think I would be nervous or flushed because now I know. I still would. You know what I mean? Yeah, when if it I happened again, my, I still would have. When I get it, when it's set there. I know. It's set there. I know. Once you I get there, you're good. <laughs> and I don't have a problem That's with one it. of the things I always envied about you. <laughs> because once you get that, you're very good at, yeah. I no, this is my boundary, you've crossed it. Right. You did it once. Shame on you. You will not do it again. Right. Well, it's that same. And you're, and yes, and you do it well. Mm -hmm. For me, I'll do it, but I'm still flipping inside. Yeah. And not as set in it as you I, are. You get so. Uh, well, I don't get embarrassed or shamed or flushed. I get angry. Yeah. And I may not come off as angry, but that's what comes up. I know up. you are, though. Yeah. That's what comes up for me yeah. when I. One time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. No more shame on me. Yep. Once oh, yeah. I get to that point, I can do that. You know, but that's hard. 
but it's also learning how I want to be treated and modeling that yes. or saying that and putting that out. And the more we do it, the easier, easier. it gets. Absolutely. That's because of how we are, it's yeah. hard to do because it is easier to just suck it and take it. Because well, that's what we did for so long. Right. But it's destroying us. Well, what and then I, we get to a point we don't want to do right. that. And what I found was that the more I took it, and the more I didn't set boundaries, and the more I didn't use my voice, and the more I let people treat me, in a way that was not appropriate or in a bad way or whatever, the more, for one, angry and resentful yep. I got, yep. and the more miserable yep. I was, and the more depressed and wanting to not go anywhere. I mean, I could get on that wheel and it just keep going yep. and going and going, and the further... And bigger hole, the, the bigger blacker dog. Right. I know, you I know, hate it. Ugh. And I learned that if I would just... I would rather be uncomfortable for a minute or five yep. minutes and saying something and doing something different than being angry and resentful and depressed for days, weeks, yes. months, whatever. Yes. You know, it's easier. So what I used to think was the easier, yep. softer way is not. No. <laughs> it is not. You know, it is not. When, when you come out of that hole and you start saying that's not okay and speaking up, even if you're scared to death, for me, right. I, I'm always scared to death. Even when I do it, it's like, it's like sunshine. Yep. It is literally like sunshine because I came out of that dark spot that I've been mm -hmm. in. It is... It's amazing. Oh, it builds your self-esteem. Oh, it my gosh. Confidence. It, it makes you feel more, like, allowed in the world. Right. It's, right. It's a, a... I remember the gosh. first time I had to stand up to a customer, and it was extremely difficult because, you know, I'm either going to live in fear and scarcity thinking I'm going to lose the job, but hate going to it because I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings yep. or set a boundary. Yep. You know, and what had to happen for me was that I had to hit that point of enough is it's enough. enough. I don't deserve nor do I need to be treated like this. And if I'm going to lose the job and lose the money, then I'm going to lose the job and lose the money. I'm not going to lose myself and my right. self-respect and my And I don't want to go to a job oh, that I hate yes. going to. You and know? being mistreated by and oh. Right. When I finally did stand up for myself and put my limitations out there and where yep. my boundary was and how much my boundary was going to cost and all that kind of stuff. It's enlightening. It's empowering. Yeah, I took my power back. Yep. Instead of giving it away to everybody so yep. freely, yep. I took it back. and it you, That's me, a perfect way to put it. You took your power back. Yeah. They may not like it at first, but... If they're a part of your life, they're going to say, okay, this is where she stands with this. And if I just kind of don't cross that boundary, she's going to be a happier person not being angry and resentful, and we're going to have a better life. Yep. And if I'm not going to do that, and I'm going to keep trying to break her boundary, she's going to be fine because she's not going to, and I'm going to be the one that's miserable. So right. how do I want to deal with this? Right. Exactly. It's all about living in that 
that moment of being uncomfortable. Yep. And deciding. And being true to ourselves and right. others. Right. I know not to make snap decisions about, you know, when I'm in a group of people and somebody asks me to do something, I used to be automatic yes, automatic yes, right. automatic. Because we're kind of taught to do that. And I used to get so aggravated. I remember somebody saying to me once, you can't say no to this. And I'm like, yes, I can. Yep. Yep. I'm a grown adult woman yep. who has a mouth, who can not have to please everybody That's right. all the time. Yep. I know how to say, no, I can't do this yes. right now. Or no, I am not available. Or please ask me the next time. Right. Or, and not feel guilty about saying no. Right. That's the biggest thing. Because if you know you have to say no, there is no reason to feel guilty. Right. There, I used to feel guilty. Oh, I know. Believe me, I know. <laughs> I feel guilty when I say no, and I have, and it's not just because I don't want to do it. If I have a good, valid reason, I'll still feel guilty. Not so much anymore, but yeah. in learning the process, right. I would go through that. Right. It's interesting. Oh, I know. It's It's amazing. I'm just a work in progress, that's all. Just a work in progress. I'm always going to be a work in progress. So I didn't do the admin in the beginning, so I'll do it now. Okay. Well, um, I think that we're all wound up and all wound down here. If you want to go to our website, it is reallylife20.com. It has everything on there. Um, more notes about what we talked about, all our social media links, our email, and, of course, you can listen to the podcast from the website, or you can go to Apple or Spotify. And email is 20reallylife20 at gmail.com. And we are out. out.